This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. We are driving um, through Karen's neighborhood just on the heels of the 4th of July, the most traumatic time Oof. for pets. Tough. Birds, Tough in Los Angeles. Cats. Nonstop. Dogs. They just all. Explosions. They all. It's negative reviews. They're, they. I. You said your dogs don't seem to mind. Frank uh, was a stray dog for the majority of his life, sadly. So he has a real uh, laissez-faire attitude about almost everything. He's seen a lot. He's been through a lot. Fireworks are no big deal to him. And then Blossom is a big copycatter. So she just does what he does. So luckily, I don't have to drug either of them like I used to have to drug George, who was a hound and so nervous and would be truly having a nervous breakdown. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that I'm the hound dog of people because, <laughs> or I act like I am being reminded of the big war. Right. And I spent, I never really liked Fourth July. Even as a kid, I didn't want to light off fireworks. I just don't know what's missing in me. Explosions don't do it for me. Well, you might be sound sensitive. I think we've talked about this before. My I think niece, I am. my niece is sound sensitive. So, like, when there's a big crazy noise, it freaks her out really bad, and then she gets really embarrassed. Where it's like, no, that's just because I think she's got real sensitive ears. Yeah. So it's the same category these explosions as hearing someone smack, hearing someone's kiss, hearing uh, <laughs> yes. someone uh, scratch a chalkboard. Uh, or like I was watching TikTok and a guy was saying something very deep and almost like a therapeutic type of advice. And then he bit into something. I wasn't looking straight at the phone and I was so livid immediately. I was just like, no, never again. So we will once again apologize for the yeah. episode where we ate a dozen donuts. Yeah, a dozen donuts. And also there was one time where I just freely ate a Rice Krispie treat. One of the louder things you could possibly eat. Right. Well, you never know what edible gifts our guests are going to bring us true we don't want to be rude to one person so we're rude to all of you we don't yeah exactly we want to make the people who are actually showing up for us suffer uh in stereo and i actually it wasn't even a gift it was me, me gifting myself something from starbucks which is like even more unnecessary that's the same thing you wrapped it i remember there was a ribbon <laughs> i pretended to be surprised 
I just, I'm, it's so funny though, this weekend I was around two dogs, one obviously from the streets and was used to some noises. And the other dog was a huge, muscular, some sort of a bull, mastiff type dog. Yeah. And was trembling in a way where I'm like, this is, I'm watching trauma happen. Yep. Just would not stop shaking and was not mimicking the other dog. And it was the strongest looking dog. Yeah. That also was a rescue, but just it's, you know, yeah, not, it was a little sound sensitive. It was sound sensitive. Maybe it had already had bad, loud sound experiences. Like, that's the thing I do when I look at my dogs and you start to think, what life have you led? And right. you, I can make myself cry in about 10 seconds when yeah. I do that. And you can only get, uh, so I therapeutically ate a Rice Krispie Treat right in front <laughs> of this dog's face. <laughs> Get used to it, I yelled. You think that sounds bad, I said. Listen to me smack around on a Rice Krispie treat against your will. He's like, I could get used to this. <laughs> it's not so bad. Yeah, I went to Venice Beach where I'm reminded uh, it's utter chaos. People, the fireworks that are supposed to explode loudly in the sky were just being laid down casually in the <laughs> sand towards mm. people just chilling in blankets. Mm-mm. And no one was chasing after the culprit it was just like hey i love this country and i'm glad that i lost a finger (laughs) it was so it was chaos yeah well you know what's funny is two days before fourth of july i was driving down york boulevard in eagle rock a very hip and cool uh area of this los angeles and someone threw an m80 in the street and so there was kind of a flash and then there was a gigantic boom and uh, I thought my car was exploding or something, and then it just kind of. That should. The, where's it coming from? They shouldn't be allowed. The siren. Yeah. You, I have to announce what sounds we're hearing because your <laughs> car is such a studio. Oh, that's true. We heard a siren through this this insulated. Karen had the car modified. I just lightly modified. I had the fin put on the back, and then I said. Throw up some acoustic tiles in here. Yeah, yeah, you did have this giant spoiler put on. Oh, look, they're driving down the wrong side of the road. That's my favorite. Those firemen, they must be from England. Those are the firemen that don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of that lately. Mm -hmm. They're being really punk rock. They have to. It's a fire. Well, I hope it ends safe for whoever they're going to visit. But don't let the fire... (laughs) Don't let the fire department ruin my great M80 story, which is also about danger. I mean, it's a quarter stick of dynamite, if I recall correctly. Oh, is that true? Yes. And so an uh, uh, actual M80 is three, three, uh, three, six. I'm not very good at math. Qu- a quarter is, what do you mean? That can't be right, because a stick of dynamite, I'm wrong. It has to be wrong. One, I think that's one sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be a one sixteenth stick of dynamite. Yeah, that sounds more reasonable. Just lengthwise alone, <laughs> too stubby. I've, have you lit off an M80 yourself? I have. I mean, I went through a normal oh. childhood. I just wasn't enjoying it. When you you get a little GI Joe doll, you strap it to his back and have a long wick. And yeah. You involve gasoline. And you're stepping <laughs> on glass. And no. You get stung by three bees at Aaron Deason's house. That all happened at one time at Aaron was, Deason's house? Yeah, I was not allowed to stay there again. I stepped on a nail. I got stung by bees. The bees weren't the fault of the Deason family. They were a decent family, and they were Mormons. But they did have a lot of bees and literal bats in their belfry. 
and and I, uh, I was not allowed to stay there. I came, I, I had too many stories, and, and one of them was lighting gasoline, which then was supposed to light the wick. No. Yeah, and we were blowing up little army men. That, that's, that's from the movie Toy Story, where you're the evil neighbor ex- child. Exactly, exactly, and none of these little toys are going to come with me to college. Very sad. <laughs> but this stick of dynamite quarter to 116th will. Toy Story is a ripoff of, of a movie, an electric blanket. What was the electric blanket movie? The Brave Little Toaster, it was called. <laughs> it was called The Brave Little yeah. Toaster. Okay. But it was much sadder because it was a cabin that hadn't been inhabited for year and they're waiting for the family to come for their summer vacation and the guy the kid had grown and gone off to college and the family uh they were in a train wreck or something and all the, this electric bank blanket this toaster this lamp they're like when are they coming we have so much fun when we're they're here and it was way sadder than toy story jesus and uh yeah it was uh not a lot of famous people except for john lovitz one of the greats? One of the greats when it comes to... It was his early work. If you check IMDb, Brave Little Toaster. He was a kid. He was little John Lovitz. Oh, shit. Look at this traffic. But that the animator of that approached Howard Kramer and I about doing uh, something where comedians sit in a bathroom in a toilet stall. Mm-hmm. And then the graffiti on the walls would come to life. And it was a way to interview people. Oh. So they could tell stories and then a little... I thought it was a good idea. It is a good idea. So I spent some time with the brave little toaster guy. Wait a second. Congratulations. Thank you. It didn't go anywhere. It was one of many failed projects. Um, (laughs) Is as you interview people, like the the graffiti changes behind you or something? Yes. It comes to life. Okay. And we got the idea from this anime. It looks like a flip book animation, but it was, uh, he could do it on any surface. Oh. So a little guy could run for a good time, call this phone number, swing on one of those numbers, land on the toilet paper roll. <laughs> and at the end, you know. For he, a good time. He'd have to be flushed, of course. Sure. Because it's in a toilet stall. But who are you interviewing in that scenario? It was supposed to be uh, oh, guess comedians. What we are. Sorry, comedian, I yes. must interrupt you to say we're getting into the carpool lane. Oh, it feels so good. Me, Chris, Annalise, making it happen in California. Okay. Anytime you're in the carpool lane, you realize how lonely you've been. <laughs> because I rarely am able to use this. I Yeah. Although, I wonder if I can use it because the type of car this is. It's electric. Well, I, d- I don't want you to abuse the system. What do you care? It'll, no, for your own well-being, it'll make you feel bad. <laughs> you know how you are with the system. How much you love the system you as it exists. You love the system as it works as a well-oiled machine, and I know you're pro-government. <laughs> I just think we need bigger government with more oppressive laws. On a civic level, yeah. citywide. Yes, I think we need to keep on doing everything that early 30s Berlin was doing Mm -hmm. and pretend it's not happening. The mayor should be armed. (laughs) We have a lot of good ideas on this podcast (laughs) and that's why you tune in. And it's why we are on a billboard in Times Square that's still so exciting. Did you see that? Did you see some pictures of the billboard? Oh, I did. I even saw a quick video and Michelle Balloon stopped by and took another photo. Michelle Balloon texted me and was like, hi, I've talked to you well, but I'm so excited and sent that picture. And that in that picture, I realized not only was it the art I did a long, long time ago. Yeah. And all the imagery 
and the the color I like, but our names. Yeah, and our faces drawn by you. So if you haven't seen it, just go to take a flight to New York City. They're so inexpensive. Right in the uh, American Eagle Outfitter building. And it's so easy to fly these days. It's just do it because it's for us. And then you're just looking at a thing that you could also see on social media. Yeah. As it's far worth as, it. as I recall, there's a helicopter pad right on top of 30 Rock. You can land there. Get I don't there. I don't know where it is in New York. Spend I, the money. Yeah. Times Square. Times Square. Is so, 30 Rock there? I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. Uh, it's, uh, it's on my TV. Yeah. It's been so long since I was a page. <laughs> Um, here's what I liked about that billboard billboard. Yes. Is looking at it and remembering like you and I putting this podcast together alone. Right. And like, I just think it's a little bit miraculous that we we've done it and we continue to do it where like you and I didn't know each other super well. Right. We were right. like, we'd been some, at some parties and done comedy shows together, but it wasn't like we knew each other. Right. And we just basically were like, let's cobble together this thing to do and then try it. And I just think it's a real testament to our friendship where we didn't ruin it for each other and we didn't stop being friends. Yes. Yeah. I, which could have happened. I know. <laughs> and I, it didn't really sink in until I, I mean, of course there are little hints like, People coming to my shows and nice messages and all those things. I have appreciated it so far. But that billboard. Yeah. Very tangible, even though I did, wasn't actually touching it. <laughs> Tap, pap, palpable, even though I wasn't licking it like schnozberry wallpaper. <laughs> very, I could smell it. I could see it. Yeah. Let's just say I could see it. It's a photo, for God's sake. It is a photo. But it also is a, it's a symbol of when you have a good idea and you have talented friends it doesn't you don't have to know where you're going to land did we think we were going to land in times square no no i thought it's gonna land flat on my ass like i do every time <laughs> kidding that's far, that's farcical it's it's <laughs> underdog comedy it's what we like yeah 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 and but, uh, oh, yeah i'm that, just yeah. i'm just proud of us i am too yeah patting I'm, you on the back and me simultaneously which I is hard it is tough it's like rubbing your belly and tapping your head you're double jointed, mm -hmm. so you're doing it great. Yeah, I'm doing it like Jim Carrey in that old stand-up hit. <laughs> but also, you kept on, we started doing it in 2014, I believe. Oh, um, yeah. I believe someone recently told, I think it was in some of the thing for our new season where it's like, we've been doing it since 2014. We actually said it maybe in the promo. So that alone was like, oh, that's a really long time ago. So that's kind of hilarious. And then I remember I, there was certain points where I would be like in the, in the early days where I was so like, I was working, everything was super stressful. I was so broke. And then I would just be like, yeah, I, don't, I didn't ask anybody to do it. Like I, when I, when you and I would talk on the phone, I would be like borderline quitting and you'd be like, I'm going to call Henry Phillips. And then you would just take care of it. And you did that a lot for me in the early days. And I appreciate it. Oh, well, thanks. I, I, I knew it would work. I knew we had something. Yeah. I knew it. It's, I was just like Andrew Ridgefield when Wham! first started. Sorry, I just watched the documentary. I knew I had myself a George Michael. And I would take second banana seat uh, eventually. And look at me now. Passenger seat. I, I hardly mean, write any of our hits. Here's the thing. I'm suddenly along for the ride. But you are Wham! And that's the thing. There is no Wham! without Andrew Ridgefield. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go off and do some solo stuff. I, Neither are you. Mm -mm. There was the, the, the one time I went to the airport by myself and talked to myself out of necessity, I guess. Right. And it was horrifying. So I, Horrible. Yeah, I can only do it with you. Okay, good. Thanks. Yeah. Well, or your dad. Andrew Ridgefield, by the way. I think I'm saying his name Ridgely. correctly. It is Ridgely. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I had a field. Anyway, I'm he's Chris British. Fairbanks field. <laughs> he was really talented and he was like this documentary. Basically, it's it's not the best. I'm not promoting it. It's a bit of a snooze fest. Oh, but it was I like Wham a lot. I love Wham. And I think if you tell yourself you don't like Wham, you're lying to yourself, just like with ABBA. You do like them. you're there. It's music that the people who made it are geniuses at music. So if you don't like it, that's on you. Yeah. And the documentary was kind of showing George Michael developing this confidence and then kind of going off on his own, as well as all of a sudden becoming good looking and being confident and all those well, things. But I, he wouldn't have done it without Andrew. I don't want to argue with you immediately after saying thank you to you, but I'm going to because mm -hmm. I was 12. Was I 12? No, I was 14 when that video hit MTV. Is this MTV. the argument? You were 12. <laughs> you have to argue I'm 12. <laughs> okay. Um, I was 14 when that came out. I was a freshman in high school, and I'll never forget. Um, I went to my friend's, uh, I think she was just having a slumber party, and we were down in her, in the rumpus room, and she turns on MTV, and here comes Wham. None of us had seen it before. It was like the, the video premiere, and... I don't know if you remember the Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go video, but they're wearing shirts that say, like, Choose, Choose Life, Choose life yeah. and other stuff. It was not about abortion rights. They would never do that. But it was like, it was a, it was kind of like being positive. Was, and I, I think it was at a time where they're doing a lot of uh, promoting all, a lot of the, both those Christmas songs were for AIDS yes. uh, research and everything. I think it was AIDS related, Choose and Life. Yes, I think so, too. And I also think it was like, because that whole video is like wildly, you can't not be in a good mood when you watch that yeah. video. Because everything's like white, black, or neon, yellow, green, and orange. Yeah. And and George Michael, I remember thinking, I can't figure out if I want that haircut or I'm in love with him. Right. Because he was like, he was wearing two hoop earrings, just like a girl, and he, his face looked like a girl, and I think he had pink lipstick on, very subtly. But it was, but that in 1984 was groundbreaking and very rare. Yeah. So it was just like, who is this? And then it was like one of the best pop songs ever written. Yeah, and that was that was kind of what the documentary was about. They did not expect teenage girls everywhere to to suddenly be loving them. Well, and let me just say this about Andrew Ridgely Ridgefield. <laughs> that guy's hot. He was like the model where I was always like, does he really play that guitar? Or is he, did they just get him in this band like an adult boy band? Yeah, and that's what George Michael was saying. It's like he was supposed to be the, the, the heartthrob? sexual heartthrob figure. <laughs> right? And everything backfired, and then I got this face, and it points <laughs> to his face. Wait, did he get plastic surgery no no he just uh really all the angles came in they, you know they were like 19 or 20 oh. when they were excuse me <laughs> <laughs> once i start talking about him developing <clears throat> i get uh i start choking i it's like i'm salivating <laughs> uh but yeah they he just became a uh 
angled faced handsome person. Yeah. I mean, before that, they show childhood pictures of him, and he looks older and and has a strange beard without a mustache. Oh. He looked like maybe he churns butter. Wait, sorry, he had a beard as a child? Yes, yes. Or they were showing pictures of his father and it was bad editing. Oh. Or could it have been that he dressed up as a hobo for Halloween? And I think the beard was made cups. of coffee grounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Vaseline. Yeah, it's honey. It's honey. <laughs> There's a bear attack in the middle. I was, de- yeah, it was very, it was very, uh, I didn't mean to talk so much about Wham, but I, I did, I did just watch it. I, I had to relate it to us. I could talk, <laughs> I could talk about Wham. It was a real, uh, what's the word? It's like a foundational background music of high school for me. Right. It, and uh, and my uh, older sister is one of the many things. She's like, here, listen to this. If you want to be cool, don't listen to Poison and Def Leppard like your friends. <laughs> Even though that is what you were supposed to listen to, to be cool. But much like us, they were really good friends. They knew each other as children. And Andrew, the whole time, Andrew Ridgefield was... Just Richly. proud, richly was very just like yeah. If he wants to be a solo guy, he's really good at writing songs. I'm proud of him. There was no animosity, and everyone always jokes about oh, that poor guy. Either they say he was along for the ride, or he got cast aside. No, no, he was like. Didn't he become both. a race car driver? Probably. They also showed footage of him skating, and he was really good at skateboarding. He was, like, in a pool grinding. Oh. And so, all of a sudden, now I'm like, he was hey, fine. He which was... Wham guy do I like the most? Right. This guy's doing frontside scratchers <laughs> on, a, on a cryptonics board. <laughs> Did you see... Wait. Just to change the subject off Wham for one second. Yeah, we'll go back to it. We'll <laughs> okay. be right back we'll with be, Wham Talk. And we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you see that little girl that did a, I believe it's a 720? 720, yeah. Oh. Unbelievable. And especially the way she lands it and her entire body compacts, like she lands it on her feet on the board, but her knees are like, one of the knees is on the board. Yes. And she almost falls and then doesn't. Yeah. But when I tell you the way those boys ran to congratulate her, it's like, I can't, I've seen it so many times on TikTok. I sob every time. Yeah. It's so sweet and inclusive and like, they get it. Yep. And it was always kind of that way. And I always was trying to tell people when skateboarding was frowned upon, because it simply was, uh, no one believed that that's what I was getting from these older friends. Right. That, that I was skating with. Sure, they were smoking and watching pornographic VHS tapes. Well, but they're still teenage boys. Exactly. Smoking cigarettes or weed? Oh, I'm sure there was weed too, but that's the kind of thing they would make sure I wasn't privy to. Oh, because you were younger. Like, how old were you? Just a couple years younger. Oh. But if you're out of high school and I'm still, you know, 16, that was the case. Most of my friends were a couple years older. Got it. They looked out for me. My mom picked up on that right away and that's why i related so much to jonah hill's uh 
Godzilla movie. Oh yeah. Um, mid nineties is because that that was basically she was scared that she was hang. Uh oh. Wow. That's a beep that only means safety. <laughs> uh, that they were, you know, he got hurt and they were all sleeping in the waiting room at the hotel, and I teared up because there are so many moments like that. that yeah. I could relate to. It was very good. Sorry to interrupt, guys. Uh, Kara would like us to pick her up at her house instead, but it's just a few blocks away. Great. Okay. From where we were going to go, so. Change of plans. New destination. <laughs> God, this car is convenient. <laughs> Perfect. I will never not think of Jared Goldstein's joke where he says, any car is a Tesla if you drive while looking at an iPad. <laughs> it is the best. Like, that's good. That's a really good, good job. We gotta have him on the pod. I'm doing a show with him Tuesday. Ask him to do it. I will. And then I'll say this is not official because I'm no longer a booker. <laughs> and I, I, it will be recorded, but I'm no longer the recorder. Yeah, thank God. You're not yeah. the sound man. No. And, you know. I did that for years and the whole time it was not a skill I possessed. <laughs> it's a hard one. Yeah. And there was times where I was doing it while driving. Yes, you were. Oh. But that I think that was the last time you did it while driving, I said to myself, don't ever let him do this again. Right. Yeah. This it was dangerous. Tough. And I probably, it was one of those episodes, people have admitted that there are episodes where we're both losing our minds at LAX. Yes. Like yelling. <laughs> yeah, it's things. horrible. <laughs> well, and also there were times where you would, you would be driving and you would know something was wrong with the sound. I would be trying to talk to the guests and you'd be like, uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, and it yeah. was like, you could, you were trying to pretend yeah. that you could just kind of be in and out of it. But like, but no. you know, you're, you're carrying this terrible it secret. It is the worst feeling where you're halfway through and you realize, oh, I'm not recording. Yeah. That happened. I and, mean, uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say those were some of our best episodes that truly. I've lost. Well, I would not say you lost them. I would say it was me. They were lost to time. Yes. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah, exactly. Everything right. happens for a reason. Right. Everyone says that for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> to make themselves feel better for a reason. Um, I just washed my car the other day and I'm so glad I did. I was, um, this is a thing I love to do. I went to a hair appointment, showed up at 10 AM for that hair appointment. The hair appointment. Oh. Hi. Am I? We both going here? Yeah, um, I guess so. And uh, we both show up for the hair appointment and it was an hour later. So I showed up at 10 and it was at 11. And they were like, oh, I'm so sorry, whatever. And I'm like, no problem. And I go get about five things done. And then instead of doing that, I just went and washed my own car at like one of those drive up yourself, do it yourself, vacuum it out yourself. Yes, I've never planned to wash my car. It's always when all of a sudden I see a gap in time and I happen to be passing by a handy J hand wash. Yeah, <laughs> and then you just get, but those self-wash car wash places, there's not that many anymore. Right. I know like, I know the two, there's one in Silver Lake, there's one in Burbank. And most of the time you have to go get out of your car and then other people do it for you. And I kind of prefer it because they do a really good job. Yes, they do. Yeah. For sure. But then you have to sit somewhere. At I a think, waiting table, yeah. 
and kind of feel weird and hope it goes fast. I don't know. I always make small talk on the waiting bench. No, that's not true. What is year it? is that? I'll say something. <laughs> is that all wheel drive? Things like that. Oh, d dude stuff. I get it. Yeah. And I'll usually do it with ladies. <laughs> I find the best disarming thing you could do is to, is to casual dude talk with ladies. Oh, that's true. Then they're like, oh, I'm a person and I think about cars. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that sad? That, that that's really the bar where it's like, this is great. He's treating me like a person. I know. I hope I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> treating him like a person on purpose? No. Oh. oh, like a blatant, hey. Hey, dude talk. Yeah, who's your favorite baseball catcher? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just staring at you. <laughs> um, not the girls can't love baseball. I actually, I know it's it's... Since I've moved to Echo Park, I have a lot of lady friends that like baseball. There's a lot of pressure to get into baseball. Yeah, you got to know. Yeah, in my neighborhood, if you don't, you could be in danger. <laughs> well, you, you have to support the Dodgers. Yes, it, it's the first thing I did. I have to get a Dodger hat. Yeah. This is getting... People are looking at me suspiciously. They have an intense relationship, but also it's because right over the hill, there's Dodger Stadium. Right. It's nice. I like that I can walk there. God, that, that reminds me of my great, great story from COVID. Not, <laughs> there aren't a ton, but this is a great one. That I went to go get my first COVID test at Dodger Stadium. So that's how early in quarantine right. we were in. Um, here's my great victory story that you already know, which is that I took the GPS directions to get to Dodger Stadium, which had me going from the valley down this is fascinating stuff for basically down the five <laughs> taking the dodger stadium exit coming around the back and then i just started following the person in front of me because i'm like there's no way this person isn't going where i'm going yeah so i'll just go where they go yeah so i do i get all the way up to um a police barricade with police at it mm -hmm. and the car in front of me they move the police barricade for the car in front of me and then i go too and then the cop kind of leans forward and goes, which area are you working in? And I go, no, no, I'm here to get a test. And he goes, oh, you just cut in like the employee line. And I was like, oh, I didn't mean to. This is that's what GPS told me to do. And he goes, oh, all right. Well, you better drive right up there. I cut like a two hour wait line oh. with all the people in their cars that were that were waiting all the way up. I just basically cut in front of everybody. And I it was one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. And at the end, they gave you your badge. Yeah, there is a lot of police around there. It's like a training area they have right at the base of the... Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm. They're, uh, you know, crawling on the ground and uh, practicing the Miranda Racial rights. profiling? Yes, they're doing mm -hmm. a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, they're getting good. <laughs> <laughs> he said with a lot of fear in his voice. <laughs> oh, wavering the as soon as... It's funny, when I don't have confidence with uh, what I'm saying, not only do I increase the volume, I get a little higher. Yeah, you just send it up. And now that right I'm up talking to the Lord. lower, you know that I'm confident in, in, in what I'm saying. You're confident in just capping off that sentence. Yes. Very That's... excited for our guest today. Oh my God, me too. Yeah. What a, you know, sometimes, and not very often actually, I should be honest, sometimes this when you when you look and go, oh, I have four things to do today, and my last thing is go record a mobile podcast. Right. Just like, oh, I wish I could just lay on the couch. Not not today. Not with this guest. Oh, exactly. Like I was we, delighted. 
even some of the guests that I know are going to be great, I get, either get nervous or, but not with Kara. She's she's uh, uh, someone that brings me calm. Yes. Yes. She's a, well, she's, I've always said this to her is she, it feels to me like she is my cousin in that way that she is like me and the people I grew up with so much that it there's a very bizarre familiarity to her. Oh, yeah. When I very first met her and I was just like, where the fuck did you come from? And then I saw her do stand up and I'm like, you, why doesn't everyone know who you are from your stand up? But that, you know, that happens a lot to female comics. If you're really good, somehow you're the one that's hosting the show instead of headlining. Right, right. Happens a lot. Yeah, because people are comfortable with you. Yeah. But then, luckily enough, she and Lisa Traeger put together a little podcast called That's Messed Up, a Law & Order SVU podcast, and it's one of our most popular podcasts on Exactly Right. They also advertised in uh, Times Square. Yes, they were up there, too. Yeah. Lisa, uh, or is it Lisa or Lisa? I I think it's Lisa, yeah. Yeah, Lisa, I did a show with her the other night at the Improv, and she was... She kills so hard, and it's it's like me. It's it's stand up that's pretty much personality based. Now yeah, get, you know, they everyone loves her. Every time I see her perform, she has the audience, and it's done with like a not a care in the world. I don't care if you like me or not. Right? No, and she's it, authentic. It, yeah, it's she's hilarious. And I told her, I told her right to her face. Good. I'm like, you're just being yourself. You're just a funny person, and you're doing it without even trying. Yeah, and she has yeah, that ease about her that yes. makes it like, I wish there were so many things when I was doing sets like that that I wish I knew, where it's like, if you feel nervous, figure out something to do about it because when you act angry, everyone knows you're nervous. Right. That was always my trick. I'm like, oh, I'll just be a big bitch. And it's like, yeah, that's a huge tell that you're you're out of your depth, lady. Yeah, there of all people, Barry Katz was being interviewed on some on my phone <laughs> by someone and that was his main point if they if an audience can smell that you're not comfortable and a lot of the tells are this and this and this yeah you you are in trouble and i was like wow i kind of made a career of, of being uncomfortable <laughs> on stage flubbing words yeah i learned to make it work eventually but i didn't realize being confident was a big part of my job no one ever told me that they're good dogs. They are good dogs. And they're done with the trauma of America's birthday. <laughs> they're over here. Yeah, that's right. I bet they're so thrilled. I really, this year, for some reason, it hit me. It's, it's, I really, I don't care for fireworks. I don't want to be a broken record, but it just really hit me this year. And it's because of those dogs. I wonder if there's something Sweet you can do. Dogs. Like, you could go to Palm Springs on 4th of July to... Yeah, that seems like... Um, Get out of town, right? Yeah, I think I might, but I'm afraid that that'll be Firework City because it's just there's no no grass to catch on fire. I bet there's fireworks everywhere. Mm. But you can be off in some... There must remote. be there must be a place somewhere that's like, we don't allow these... Cause, you a know, submarine. There's people... <laughs> there's people... There's veterans who can't be around it. It's complete PTSD. Like, it's yeah. not... It's a serious thing. Yeah. And it's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It is. And my neighborhood loves fireworks. Yeah. They're just, it won't stop. Imagine if they came up with a Dodgers firework. You'd be ruined. Oh, yo, okay. I, I at least want to see a photo of it. <laughs> is it the logo? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. 
Do you want that couch? Yes, I do. Mm. You said it before, I w <laughs> and I did want it. You read my mind. They, well, that was a really beautiful color. It was like a rose gold well, couch. Once you flip it around and see those cushions, you'll probably change your mind. <laughs> rose gold with an accent color of cat shit? <laughs> yes, those cushions have been used for the cushions <laughs> of cats. <laughs> Just uh-oh, he's pushing. <laughs> We're going to have to get rid of that cat. I had the best, like, I think it's a chaise lounge where it's like on one side, there's a uh, a backrest for fainting. Oh, yeah. And the other side just drops off. It's Legs. A, yeah. Asymmetrical. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it was like crushed velvet. Ooh. Very nice. Very antique. And my cat loved to pee on it. Yeah. And I had to let it go. I had to let it go. I'm no you fired with... your cat? Yeah, I had to let the cat go. <laughs> it's unfair. Yeah, you're not. Everything is late. I pay you too much. You're going to Montana re to retire at my father's. Here's a skate spot. <laughs> what do you mean? This right, right beyond this is a little embankment, and I skate here sometimes. Oh. Yeah. I'm I very thought... familiar. I've parked here before. I thought you meant like a parking spot. I... Kara was on her... Um, porch. So I'm. I just pulled over. Unless she wants me to turn around. Hi, oh. Rosie. That's <laughs> a cute kid. <laughs> Rosie, the last time I saw you, you were this big. This big. You are four years old. That's very old. <laughs> Bye. I'll talk to you later. Oh, hi. Kara Clank, everyone. Kara Clank. Oh my God, we're getting oh, right into it. Hi. How, how, how are is you? your baby four years old? I know. That... It's so insane. Oh. She's like, I want to come out and say hi to your friends. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, thanks for uh, flip flopping with the playground. No problem. Oh, no. I mean, you know, when it moved back, I was like, guys, I can't just sit at the playground like alone. No. You know, a lady alone without a kid. As some some playgrounds have signs that say you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I worked at a daycare where that was one of the main rules. <laughs> Please no loitering. I often skateboard across the street from your that's house. That's what I've heard that that's like a le according to, you know, wit yeah, and we, other people I, I know that skate, they're like, that's a legendary skate park. And then I told my <laughs> friends and they go, that flat parking lot there that has nothing in it that's abandoned with a dumpster. I go, yep, that's yep. a legendary skate park. On one edge, there's, <laughs> there's a curved embankment yeah. and it's all... And the guys like set up benches oh, yeah. and like pieces of wood. They really make it their own, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a DIY spot. I like nice. it. I think it's fun. I watch them throw their boards over and break in every weekend. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a, fun. There's a criminal element I to love the it. Fun. There's a criminal what... element to my entire area. The kids order Postmates to my house because they're not allowed to order it to school. So there'll just be McDonald's on my front my front steps all the time and I'm like I'm like uh, is this yours is somebody named Antonio like You're and then kidding. they come in yeah and they run across then the street then they just run and get it yeah cuz I'm on the back I'm the back side of a high school yes yeah so it's actually kind of the best cuz the kids are all really cool I'm not near the front side I'm not where any of them get dropped off so I don't get any of the hubbub of the high school Yeah. but I get all the 
cool high school vibes and kids ordering food to my house. I want... A, That's so funny. I want a cake to get delivered to oh. your doorstep with a file in it. Well, also, that you must be proud because uh, now you know that you're the cool lady that won't get mad yeah. if they order stuff to your porch. But I'm married to the lame Clint Eastwood man who, who goes, I swear to God, the next time the Chick-fil-A bag ends up on this porch, I'm eating it. And I'm like... They're just kids that want to eat fast food. Let them live. Yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> he fires up his Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is slowly turning into Clint Eastwood. Like, when we drive now, he goes, look at this idiot. He narrates everything <laughs> happening in traffic. And I'm, I go, oh, that guy that's waiting for a pedestrian to cross before he turns? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I didn't see that. Like, yeah. he's just so angry all the time about nothing. I think he's you know, steps away from voting Republican, but <laughs> I'll do what I can. But it's a good venting. Don't you think when you're, because it, it's you by yourself usually in a car. So if you're screaming at people, it never goes anywhere. Yeah. Hopefully. And he's like a performer. So he wants to, he wants someone to hear it. You're yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if event falls in the woods, all that. Yeah. You know, does no one hears it. Does it? it? Yeah. <laughs> does, does anyone get like to feel it? better about themselves? Okay. I was just telling Chris a couple days before the 4th of July, I was driving right here or maybe a little further down on this street. Okay. Someone threw an M80 into the street. Oh my God. And it was like, boom. And there was like a flash. It was crazy. And it was like 4th of July kickoff. This is right. Where this neighborhood is so wild yeah. for the 4th. Like they, it's like nonstop from the middle of the day where I don't understand the point of lighting off a firework because <laughs> right. I can't see it yeah. to four in the morning and my neighbor lights them off and we watched him do a couple this year and and when I went to take my kids to school the next morning my car was covered in orange firework <laughs> dust because one of his fireworks had just shot at my car uh, because it tipped over. Yeah. You know, not that many people have a license to do this kind of thing. No. I will, in Montana, it was legal. There's just fireworks stands everywhere. They're yeah. just outside of town. There's like a rule that you have to be near a river or something. Mm. And all, even as a kid, I didn't want loud boom fireworks. I just wanted that little cardboard tank that yeah. is usually broken or it's missing a wheel. But it would like, you'd light it off and it would shoot some sparklers and then a snake would coil out. Yeah. And I'd clap and go inside. Yeah. So I don't understand the explosions. Really no, don't. it's like, you know how comedy is one of the only like, quote unquote, professions where you can just do it one time and say that you're it. Like <laughs> people will just do comedy once and be like, I'm a comedian. Like that's fireworks, man. Everyone's just like, I'm a firework person. I, I know how to light them off. I know what I'm doing. But and nobody does. It's usually, yeah, it's actually not only do they not know what they're doing. It's usually people that have a weird obsession with fire. Yeah. Something. <laughs> mentally questionable that they want to be involved in that so directly do your um dogs hate it so much that's what i was curious yeah about. we were talking about this M luckily my dog frank was found in eagle rock on the streets oh so he is immune he's like this is my culture yeah he's <laughs> like yeah and then blossom the new dog just does what he does. So there was a couple of those big booms that she would kind of sit, sit up and look around. But Frank was asleep. So she's like, oh, I guess nothing bad is happening. So luckily, because my uh, my old dog that died two years ago was a hound and she was like, it was mess. the worst day of the year for her. I basically had I learned eventually I had to give her Benadryl and make her sleepy so that she could at least yeah. like be lightly drugged because it was so bad. Yeah, the house I was at in Venice, we uh, we all decided, demanded the dog be drugged. Yeah. Because he had the, 
the sleepy calm down drugs. I don't believe they're called that. <laughs> sleepy calm down. Yeah. Benadryl Do you have any sleepy or? calm downs? <laughs> no, four dogs. Doggy he actually had dog specific, and I took it for my. Hey, allergy. they have. I don't have dogs, but they have kid melatonin, and I give that to my kids on the plane. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got to get on, get nice and drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> what What's the craziest or a story from your children on a plane. Do you have has oh my God. any nightmares? Yeah, has there been enough The first flights? time, well, like the best advice anyone ever gave me, if anyone is listening that like is gonna have a kid or has a tiny kid and having trouble, is like bring extra clothes and not just for your kids, for you. Oh, no. You gotta bring extra clothes for everyone in your family. Oh. The very first flight we went on, Oscar was never a big barfer turbo barfed just all over me on the flight just everywhere and i had to change my clothes i had changed his clothes my daughter has just um gone to the bathroom with me on the plane and then gone "Uh uh-oh because she's let her pee go onto her underwear like it's just yeah i don't know what is up she's she's mischievous she's like what'll happen if i pee in my own underwear and so then on that flight i didn't have um I didn't have pants or underwear for her on me. I mean, I did in the suit in the checked suitcase, so I just had like a delta blanket wrapped around her, <laughs> and she's not staying still. So she's given a flash and everyone on the plane with her little <laughs> three-year-old butt at the time. And um, but yeah, I'm flying with them for the first time in August by myself. Oh, so that will be interesting. I've flown with just my daughter alone, but I've never flown with the two of them alone, and it's gonna be wild yeah but uh you know i just uh rely on those delta blankets yeah well i'm gonna be so i mean i'm gonna start packing like seven days in advance i'm gonna be uh, it's gonna be like a military exercise (laughs) like truly i've already booked my ride i'm already like figuring out all the different ways that i can like get because i got the only hard part is checking the bags because i'm gonna have a stroller and bags it's a lot you guys have you ever you guys follow me on Instagram. Did you guys happen to see the photos of me with the kids when I was wheeling them through? I got these things that attach to their to their car seats, and I just wheel them like luggage oh, through what? the airport. My daughter outgrew it, but it was the best hack because I could just take them through everything. They felt like they were getting a ride. Yeah. It was amazing. So no bulky facing, stroller. They're facing the other way. They're facing you're... people. They're going, what's oh, up? And yeah. people go, you have too many bags. And then they look down, and they see that it's a child. And I'm like, <laughs> out of my way, TSA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? It's the best. Yes. So, yeah, you're just constantly trying to, like, hack the whole travel process. But I would say just, yeah, him barfing on me, Rosie. That's so bad. Like, Rosie now is cool. She'll just watch TV the whole time, which is great. Oscar, I don't know what I'm going to do with him. He's such a little wiggle worm. He wants to go get his hands and everything. Like, he is, I'm not a dog owner. I haven't ever had a dog. But he is like that puppy that will find any tiny hole in the fence. Yeah. And get and try to escape. Yeah. It's like he doesn't like his life with us. Because anytime (laughs) there's a small crack in a gate or a fence or a door, it's like, he's gone. Like, we were just at, I take my kids to DragCon every year. Mm. And they were in this kid's area. And then Brent Sullivan was, I was with Brent Sullivan and Elliot Glazer. And Brent turns to Elliot and goes, Kara's child is running away <laughs> and, and telling oscar, him instead of you <laughs> and oscar had just run out to like the area uh, these double doors where there was it was where all the food trucks were so luckily that was enclosed but yeah could have just been traffic i mean he <laughs> i tried uh, me and a librarian chased him and got him moments before he ran into on full three-lane traffic <gasps> oh. on figueroa here in los angeles it mm-hmm. was and he was 
laughing gleefully the entire way, <laughs> pumping his arms like, take me back to heaven, Lord. I mean, like, I'm chasing him screaming, and it's only making him laugh harder. Yes. Oh, Somebody who's a child psychologist, tell me what that, what does all that symbolism mean? That's second born. That's the freedom of being second born. <laughs> I swear to God, because that's what I was like, too, when I was little, where I would get these ideas where it's like, what would be fun? What could I do right now that <laughs> yeah. would be really fun? And it was always something like, Drag a pencil along a white wall. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fun. Grape juice poured out of this glass at the guest at the Colorful. at someone else's house that I don't know. Like always, and my mom was like, "I can't take you anywhere." Like yeah. it's it was crazy. Meanwhile, my sister was the most low key, the most like quiet, shy, like crazy. Yeah, but just mine are both psycho. I don't even get a I don't even get a chill one. <laughs> Rosie Rosie doesn't have a death wish like Oscar does, but she she is mischievous. She's so mischievous. But Oscar threw my phone at the flat screen the other day. <laughs> had to get a new flat screen. Are you like, serious? Oh yeah, he fully damaged. I mean, like you couldn't watch TV on it anymore. Uh, it's wow. just never ending. You and guys. what do you guys do? When something like that happens, do you yell? Are you like the parents that <sighs> never say no? No. Oh my God. We say no all the time. Okay. Because permissive parenting is going to be the downfall of the society. Yes, it is. Because I see it in practice every day and it's not working. No. But, um, but I, I, we, we yell at him to say, we go, Oscar, no, it doesn't matter. So now it's like what I've been told is like, say no very sternly. And then this sounds wild, but ignore him for like 15 to 30 seconds mm. so that he knows like this doesn't get you the attention that you want. Yeah. You know, because that's I don't know everything. I follow all the new agey parent Instagrams and they're all like, you know, your toddler doesn't know how to express himself. And that's why he's throwing a cell phone at the flat screen, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, OK, but I can't afford his lack of knowledge of his emotions. Yes. So, um, you know, we got to, like, he used to, he just stopped just throwing his plate on the floor whenever he was done with a meal. <laughs> food on it, food I not on it, that. just throw the whole thing on the floor, like, done. <laughs> and it would set me off and I would go, stop it! And he would go, <laughs> like, he doesn't, he d a, loud a loud yell does not register to him. So yeah. I've just stopped wasting my time. Ooh, are uh -oh. we at the we're at the South Pass Farmer's Market. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my He's, friend just invited me to this today. And I said, you know, I can't. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that's our surprise. We're going to You're taking me there, yeah. too, too. We're going to do cherry samples? <laughs> Vegetable-based street party. <laughs> the Farmer's Market is so funny. It's yeah. just like, I don't know. I bring my kids, but they just, my daughter just wants um, the ice cream there. Yeah. Other kids are like sampling fresh vegetables, not <laughs> mine. I always she feel does, bad. She's a vegetarian who doesn't eat any vegetables. <laughs> I get, because there's all these different farm stands, and I feel bad if you get everything at once. So I'll get lettuce here, I'll get oh, you some onions here. Shop you, around. Yeah, you gotta. You can't just go with one place. I really support everybody. You know what I wanna go to a farmer's market for soon? I wanna get my knives sharpened. Is oh. that psychotic? I just want to pack all my knives in a bag and bring them to somebody. There's always a knife sharpener at those yeah, things. It seems like there's a always day. some guy with a little truck that's yeah, got. <laughs> yeah, that was such a thing for my dad to do when I was a kid. We would go to the Army Navy surplus store. He knew the guy's name. He had a little monkey with him with a fence. Yeah, what? And uh, a, uh, a live monkey? Yeah, maybe it was a dog. But he had a <laughs> companion that wasn't human. <laughs> and okay, he would do. My dad would bring a Swiss Army knife, some of our better kitchen knives, and this guy would make them 
dangerous. Sharpen everything <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it's because uh, I don't trust myself to sharpen my own knives. No, I don't really know how to do it, but honestly, cooking with dull knives is dangerous. It yeah, is. it is. And my dad used to sharpen knives before he cooked all the time. He would stand around yeah. and like, talk and do it. Yeah. But I, and I think it's just basically you have to go one direction on the on the sharpener thing yeah like i have that it. thing it looks like a sword yes but i don't know how to use it yeah i well, should i'll ask my dad and then i'll tell you guys well okay. there is a new could thing. you ask your dad to actually explain it in a voice memo and then send me that <laughs> yes oh, i would really would like great. that <laughs> <laughs> i would listen to that podcast Just karen's dad things. tells you how to do stuff yep. and he'll be that like you should know how to do yes and he'll <laughs> tell you that part too i think that's a good idea we got to record dad's giving advice and how-to uh, directions for I don't want to make you feel bad, but there is an entire, like, hashtag world on TikTok that literally is that. Well, is it a podcast yet? No. <laughs> so <laughs> it is well, my idea. I shouldn't say no. There's, like, 800,000 yeah, exactly. podcasts. exactly. There probably Wait, is. Wait, the TikTok is people giving, dads giving advice? It's dads literally going, so if you, if your lawnmower isn't starting, here's what you got to check. You know, this thing. So it's basically Got stuff around it. the house that if you had a dad there, they would take care of it. So they're just explaining to you how to handle shit around if you have a house or you're doing house like stuff. Yeah. That's so funny because in my house, I do all that stuff. <laughs> like I put together every piece of furniture. I do all of the handiwork. And if I can't handle it, I call a man who I know yeah. in yeah. my phone. It's, I just called him today. Yeah, <laughs> there is a, a guy on YouTube that I follow and I don't follow a lot of people but he goes into character where he's actually acting like your dad and I know that sounds strange but he's like all right sweetie I'll see you next time like he's a genuine Aww. person and he's catering to the fact that he realized a lot of the people that watch his videos don't have parents or right they mentioned that or they didn't have anyone wow. to teach them those things and he's really leaning into that and it's like called the how 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 do you do it, Dad, or something? It's probably a better name, than that, but not much better. And it's great. I watch it, and I and my dad did show me stuff, but he's not always in my living room. So. Right. There's also a guy on uh, that my sister showed me on TikTok. That's um, your nice Korean, your supportive Korean dad, and it's this guy that's like, I'm really proud of you. Dad. <laughs> it literally makes me choke up when I think Aww. about it because it's like people need that, and yeah. they and the stuff that he says, he just. He kind of go goes by like either what's happening in the news or whatever. And in this way that is so believable, it's not like he's not, you know, trying to be an influencer. He's like, he's like, I'm trying to help people that need this kind of support and have never gotten it. Yeah. It's so oh, lovely. Yeah. It's so nice. I know. <laughs> God, maybe the internet's not a full cesspool. I mean, I don't think it is in some ways. I yeah. Just, you know. Are you guys on threads? No. no. Today's the day Threads came out. And Wait, did like people already hate it? They like started it. And... It's like a nightmare. <laughs> well, like I logged into it and was like, oh, okay, I'll just like log in and see what it is or whatever. Cause it's so easy to just download and it connects to your Instagram right away. And it follows all the same people. And it's like, it's very easy. And then I realized I had to confirm every single person that friend requested me. Mm. And because everybody's doing it automatically, 
I, it was hundreds of people that I had to auto confirm halfway through the day that went away. So obviously they're making fixes, <laughs> but someone also told me that if you quit it, your Instagram account gets deleted too, <laughs> which people what? are furious about. Wait, what is threads? As I don't well. know. It, it, oh, it's literally Instagram's Twitter. Like Instagram is starting a new thing oh, to try okay. to like get people instead of Instagram, just be like how it's all pictures. This is going to be just like Twitter but through your Instagram. I thought threads would be first spelled with a Z and also you just have to show pictures of your new outfits. (laughs) Yeah, no, and it's like, if you're verified on Instagram, you're verified on threads, it's all connected. But um, I'm just, I think I'm just hanging on for, and I'm looking for any place that I can once in a while put a thought that's not Twitter anymore because I just, I mean, Karen, you're one of my favorite follows on Twitter. Do you not find it so horrible in there now or what? Thank you. It is the worst. Yeah. It is like the verified the, people are at the top and they're the people that are paying. And they're the and most, they're the worst. Mostly Nazis. Yeah. And people that are like, yeah, there's all kinds of suggestions alt of kind. people that <laughs> alt kind <laughs> of people. Wait, am I going in the wrong way? Are you going yeah, to the drive through? Yeah. yeah. This is it. This is right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Jared got dis- to a car accident coming out of this place no! once. Well, oh, yeah, opposite. don't worry. We just handled it after two years. It's been finally <laughs> behind the, us. The the exit was on the right side, and the, the, the fireman would have loved this. Yeah. Or someone from England it's or all, Britain. It's or all Great backwards. Britain. Yeah, it is backwards. Let's all get Starbucks drinks. Yes, <laughs> and this will be recorded, so order wisely. <laughs> um, Can I get an ice, uh, sorry, a grande iced latte and then also a couple others i'd like a grande iced coffee with a little almond milk and that's gonna be it that concludes the order yeah i'm like one of those freaks that doesn't drink coffee i know why because you don't like uh, giving yourself anxiety no i just honestly i don't like the taste and i never i just never start i had one tiny little cup of it in italy one time and i was like what are we doing tonight, guys? We made a plan, like, and I, I was like, I don't think like, I really need coffee. Yeah, <laughs> but you know they have things like lemonade and stuff. Oh sure, oh sure. But I got a water bottle. I got an exactly right water bottle. Oh, that's and right. And with my water staying cool in this all day, <laughs> I don't need any other beverages. Merry Christmas! Now I'm very happy that you're actually using that because sometimes those are, um, you know, everybody has their own specific like size or shape. And I that, love we were this really one. worried about it. Oh, because I it's love big? this one yeah. I use because it. it's so big because I hate refilling over and over again. It doesn't fit in the cup holders, but I just put it on the seat next to me. Right. Mm. So it's not a yeah. big Put the seatbelt you know? around it. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> and I treat I, it like a little baby. I put it between my legs because it's so wide. It helps with my displacement. <laughs> <laughs> I find that because it's so large, I will never leave it anywhere. Wait, do you have hip dysplasia? No, but I do have a false hip, a, a fake hip. A oh, that's right. Hip, and I'm supposed to get the other one done. Because yeah. hip dysplasia, I always think, is a baby thing. Like, I've known a couple people who've had babies with hip dysplasia, and they put them in these harnesses where their legs are just constantly spread eagle. Right. And it's so hilarious, just <laughs> tiny babies with their little legs, like, wide open. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just a word I like to say, like, corrugated or galvanized. <laughs> I, I say dysplasia, dysplasia a lot, and I usually miss using yeah. it. But it sounds like I was using it correctly. I, gotta, I like to widen my hips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Wide, wide birthing hips <laughs> that I'll never get to use. <laughs> oh, trust me, it's overrated. <laughs> Speaking as a mother. Yeah. 
Um, Jared got a vasectomy a couple of weeks ago, Ow. six weeks ago. Yeah. And, and he just complained for so many days. <laughs> and I was like, this is just not that big of a deal. Yeah. I had two nine pound babies. <laughs> Oh, wow. They were over nine pounds. They were wow. both nine three. So was Jesus. I. And I was just like, like Me too. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I just was like, you know, because when they, it ha- like, I, it's, I'm sure it's not comfortable, but it's not painful. It's just annoying, you right. know? Right. Like, I think it's like, oof, I wish this wasn't happening. Kind of like, you know. No, that's why I, I think it's been proven women have a higher pain tolerance. Yeah, I, I have mean, to. Inside now, I'll be honest. When I had number one, I wanted to quit halfway through. <laughs> I told my doctor, "I go, we gotta stop." She goes, "You can't really do that." I could see the head, and I was like, "Oh, oh no!" And then the second one, I mean, they really—they really do just pop out after that first one. So that wasn't that hard. I should have offered to give you cash, just a straw for me. Thank you. Oh, did you get an extra water? Oh, that might not be our water. Oh, maybe it's not our water. Do you mind? Is this, this, this might not be ours. Nobody ordered a water. It does look refreshing. I had to compliment his water. I know. <laughs> we don't want him to be offended. It was probably something we said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This is weird. This is not how it should go. I thought you meant that hat with those cargo shorts. <laughs> no, just the in and out are switched right. like we're in they, England. Exactly. Oh, that's like, weird. That, yeah. But that's not how Jared got into the car accident. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. He was pulling out here, and it was like stop traffic, and he he tried to take a left, and he went into, and the people coming on the other side went. Whoosh. It was his fault. Has he ever been in a car accident before? Oh, I mean, he's been in like two since then, but they weren't his fault. That right. one was his fault. Yeah, my car has many dents on it, and so people maybe think that it's me, but I've never been in the car when they happen. Oh, really? Oh, Your yeah. car just gets walloped a lot while it's on the street? It, it's <laughs> been, it's received so many wallopings. <laughs> Even in my garage, that's when it rained a lot, part of the ceiling fell on the back of my... Oh my God. Your car can't catch a break. No, it can't. <laughs> it can just catch some drywall. <laughs> it's dented, and uh, it's not my fault. I've never been in a wreck while operating a motor, motor vehicle. That's crazy. I've... I just wanted to brag. That's a good brag. It's ironic, though, that you're not driving, I am, because I have been in, I think, three or four car accidents, all my fault. <laughs> and the first two, or th- maybe all three, I was, it was college age, and I just loved to drive fast. And I would, <laughs> like, speed, and it would be raining, and then I would go to slam on the brakes and just slide into the back of cars. I did that... <laughs> A couple times. Oh, I'm actually getting. I don't want to get on the 110. So I'm going to turn. Oh no! Back. Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> get out of this Abort area. Abort the mission. <laughs> well, you just maybe got bad. I've always driven. My friends made fun of me because I had the seat all the way up and I rest my chin on the steering wheel. Basically, I'm like a strange. I drive in fear, and so of course I've never been in a wreck. Well, but see, Jared drives really um, like a very cautiously, and I'm very aggressive, and he's gotten into more accidents than I have because he's doing things like trying to take a left out of that Starbucks, yeah. where it's like, no, don't, don't do that. Just don't take a left across yeah. four take a lanes right and of then a right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be so harsh to Jared. I think that we should just call this episode to Jared. <laughs> 
<laughs> stop complaining about traffic. To stop complaining about your vasectomy. We're sick and stop of getting in car accidents. We're sick of yeah. hearing about your vasectomy. Sorry to keep bringing him up. Jesus, I got to get out of the house more. <laughs> All I have are my husband and kids. <laughs> you need to get over to that skate park and you need to yeah, meet Yeah, I need to meet some bat pals <laughs> and learn how to ollie. The next time I'm there, I'm going to say hello. Yeah, come knock on my door. I my will. kids love to like watch those guys skateboard and stuff. I love And they're always nice and every little kid seems to be somewhat interested in a skateboard. Oh yeah. It's great. It feels like a tiny little car that they can drive. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it's just like any kid's gonna be like, Wow, there's a grown man that still plays with a toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It seems to be part of his lifestyle. It must be very heartening. It's like, oh, it doesn't, it's not all shit after age 17 or whatever. That's that's what your children are thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're thinking about mortality yeah. and when they're going to lose their ability to do the things yeah. they love. Yeah. The first thing, I, my first words were, when do I have to start paying taxes? Uh, when's that start? Um, have you been doing sets lately? Oh, great question, Karen. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I find, much like on this podcast, that my material is only about my children. <laughs> and Jim Gaffigan's allowed to do that, but I'm not, you know? Oh, no. So, I, I think you're allowed to. <laughs> no. Yes. I, I know. I have a good t- I, I, I do some sets here and there where I get booked, but I'm not out there hustling, trying to put together a new half hour. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm kind of, I write down joke ideas. I, I rarely sit and try to like put things together, but I have my show on Wednesdays. Chris comes to do it. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, where, where is that at? It's Bar- at Barbie and Dini oh, in Echo Park. Yeah. I want to come to that. Is the best. Oh, you should come. It's so great. It's just like a natural wine bar, but they also have beer and non-alcoholic stuff, but they, um, I say that just to say it's not a full bar. Um, and th- the guy that owns it is Josh Weinstein, who used yes. to run the Josh and Josh show forever. And so it's so perfect. He never tries to dick us over. Yeah. He's never like, oh, you're canceled because this corporate Christmas party right, is coming right. in this week or whatever. You he know, gets he's just it. like, he's, he gets it. He like, we're like, we need heaters. He got us like the chicest heaters. <laughs> I know that sounds insane, but he got us these heaters that are like attached to the wall and like warm the whole area. Yeah. Cause we do the show year round outside. And um, yeah, we, we had it last night. It was great packed. Everybody wanted to keep the 4th of July vibes going. <laughs> and, um, and who did often- it last night? Who did it last night? Well, Kate Berlant was feature was uh, on the lineup, but then had to cancel truly an hour before the show because she was sick. Oh. And so a lot of people showed up for her, I think. But also Hannah <laughs> Einbinder was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny Zagrino, who's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Nate Fernald, I believe, is a friend of yours. Yeah, he's uh, been on the and um, a couple of newer guys that are so funny. Spencer Turubiarde, who was so funny, and Cody Wilkins. We had a great lineup last night. Kate will be back on the 26th. Nice, <laughs> nice. Good. I was like, you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, all these people came to see one person. Or yeah. no, I think they came to see Hannah, too. Hannah's a huge star. Yes. They came to see a lot of people. But a lot of people, I think, came because Kate isn't in L.A. that much as, as much anymore. And, and, you know, to see her for free, to stand up, obviously fun. Yeah. But you're like, when do I announce that? Right. Do I say it up top where people will leave? Do I say it after I take right. donations? Because it's a donations yeah. show. Ooh, yeah. So, but we actually had Andrew Dismukes come on. He's on SNL right now. And he absolutely 
burn the place down. He was great. so good. So He's, it was a great, it was a great, you know, replacement. He yeah. was like the funniest person in Austin, uh, winner. I got it. No three. I'm not here to brag. Oh, but oh. It, <laughs> I think that he was sort of scouted from winning that contest. Now, really? Think, yeah. I think he won out of Austin or, and then, and then ended up on SNL. I don't know him, but he he did he's so funny like he did really really great yeah everyone um, in austin speaks very highly of him i feel like that here i want this question to be answered in this car which is when do you make that announcement and i would say <laughs> if i was kara clank in that situation i would wait until the second to last person that's exactly when i did it karen girl that's exactly Same. when i fucking did it because yeah. You knew Nate Fernald was going to kill. Yeah. You knew Hannah Einbinder was going to kill. Yeah. You knew there was a celebrity element. You were going to be giving them things. Yeah. If you tell them up front, you're not going to get the one thing you think you want. Then they're going to have a set idea. But yeah, or they're going to sit there kind of disappointed the whole time. Like, you tricked me and brought me here. And, like, so right before... And I told Andrew I was doing it. But I go, hey, I'm going to tell them that Kate can't isn't coming, like, right before you. But you can just make fun of it and be like... And he was like, no problem at all. And he, he did that. And he Perfect. was so funny. Great. But I was like, hey, guys. So I know that you all like are expecting Kate but she is and like nobody there wasn't like a oh like you know they right. were just like okay you know she's sick it's like post covid too people aren't like forcing themselves right. to go out when yes. they have a sore throat yes, you know they like, shouldn't. they're like i just don't feel like it's responsible so you know perfectly um, handled yeah and they were all good and i said and because she had also rescheduled i go she'll be back in 2 weeks come see us blah 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 or maybe it's 3 weeks but you know what i mean yeah yeah my like, instincts are always off cuz i would think you'd want to announce before the show just to yeah promote that's it. what my and husband said he was my co-host like all these shows like the don't tell show or there there was some secret headliner show that they used to do at the helium clubs yeah people are attracted to the fact that they don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. The element of surprise is what attracts yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, the time I did the, the show at Helium, though, I could hear an audible, like, oh, I don't know who's going <laughs> like, like, oh, this is set up to hurt my feelings. Uh, it's so funny <laughs> how far people will go to to convince themselves that you are somebody more famous than you are. Like, when I went and performed for the troops overseas, mm. I was, like, two years into comedy, and these guys were like, oh, I've seen you on Saturday Night Live. And I go... Yep, you have. Oh, That's yeah. I was like, you tell your friends at home. If that helps you get through a better day here in Kuwait, then yes. you tell your friends you saw someone from SNL <laughs> and you can't remember her name. Oh, <laughs> you know, perfect. But I, like, this but yeah, the um, the show is really fun on Wednesdays. It's just uh, very the clientele is very young. So you know, Jared and I get up there and we banter for like fifteen minutes about you know, whatever, the news, our lives with our kids, whatever. And we're always like, anyone have kids? And it's like, crickets. <laughs> no, and we've never like, watched the purpose? news. Yeah. Like, nobody has, you know, they like, they don't even have a niece or a nephew, these people. Like, yeah. they are all very young little babies. And yeah. they're all very cool and hip and yeah, it is dress a, cool. Yeah, I. it's always a good audience, though. Yeah, I mean, they're a great audience. And, and you have bar. food, right? There's always guests of... Uh, the bar doesn't have food, but they will have like pop-ups. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, burger pop-ups or whatever. Dot, bot, burger. Dot, 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 I, dot, 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 yeah. I did the logo. 
You did? Yeah. Do- that's Mike um, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a it's a little dog wearing a hamburger, <laughs> a bottom bonnet with suspenders, and then <laughs> the lettuce and tomato are on the dog's back. So it, I actually, right now, I'm realizing it's like ready for a human to eat a little dog. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, yeah, but you know, it was cute enough that you can get away with it. Yeah. It's um, a little dog wearing a burger outfit. That's precious. I also love that bar. There was some kind of after party type of thing. And this was so long pre-COVID. But I went to that bar and I was just, I was very excited because um, jo- Josh is such a nice person. Yeah. And him and Josh, uh, who did the Bar Lubitsch show Josh for so Josh long. Show. Yeah. Josh and Josh. Okay, that's right. It was called the <laughs> yeah. Josh and Josh show. But they were so, like, cool and nice and made such a good show. Yeah. That people got to do for so long that when I learned that was his bar, I was like, oh, this is, like, I just felt proud in the yeah. dumbest way of, like, I this is a person that does so much for other people and he gets, he's still doing it. No, he, they're the best. When they quit Josh and Josh after 10 years, they gave us the show. And we started our show called It Better Half Comedy, me and Jared. Oh, at, and at Lubitsch? At Lubitsch. Oh, oh, I didn't okay. know that. And then Lubitsch started fucking with us. Like, what I'm talking about. Like, new managers came in. They didn't yep. care about comedy. They were like, oh, you know, you didn't bring in that many people this week. But it's like, last week we were packed to the gills. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Josh never cares about that kind of stuff. Like, even though we always, like, you know, we have people. Like, but... You know, they were just like, oh, we've got a party next week. You can't, so you can't have the show. And like, we just were like, you know what? I think let's get out of here. And we were already moving to the east side. So going to Josh's place at Bandini was perfect. I had my baby shower at Bar Bandini. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. My baby shower for Rosie was at Bar Bandini. Oh. Because Josh gave me like this great deal and had let me do it there. And at that, he was like, I'd love to get this back patio set up to do a show and everything. And, we, and he finally did it. And you were like, and I was like, waiting for it. Yeah, me in there. Yeah, so it was great. Love it. Worked out. Josh also long ago uh, made me realize I need to have a seersucker suit. (laughs) That's very (laughs) Josh. He's a sharp dress guy. Even the pants I have right now are kind of seersuckery. They're very summery. Yes, yes. Oh, let me see. Lift up a leg. Yes, oh, yeah. 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 Kind of sears. A little. I mean, it's got it's a little. Yeah. I feel like I could uh, be in a barbershop quartet. <laughs> Um, Josh and I are, have like parallel lives. We are from neighboring towns. We went to the same college. Our mother, my mother and his father know each other through work. What? We both went to the same study abroad program. <laughs> I lived in Rome. He's married to a Roman woman. He's they now, in they Rome. now basically live in Rome. Wow. He just comes back here like all the time. That's cool. We just figured out that we have parallel lives. And you didn't know that. And we didn't, we found, we would find out that out like almost every week. Every time I would do Barlow Bitch, we would find out another thing about ourselves that was like, oh my God, no way. And then his parents came to the show and they were like, the dad's like, I know your mother. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like crazy. so insane. I love that. Yeah. He's yeah. the best. There's a guy in LA that I don't know, uh, but he makes movies. He's written some, none of them I can think of right now, but he's doing well. And he lived near me in my dorms in Montana. Oh. So we just kind of figured it out. Missoula. And then, you know, it's interesting. That's amazing. It's such a small world. It is. It is. It It really really is. is. (laughs) You know what they say about the world. (laughs) It is small. And they're wrong. We're all wrong. It's huge. It's quite big. And 
It's covered in water. <laughs> right. And that water has not been investigated in any meaningful way. Oh my God. Didn't you guys feel like there was just like a collective lack of stuff to talk about after the submersible conversation was over? <laughs> right. I made a... Uh, I was just like, I guess we're done. Yeah. I know. I can't even uh, believe... I can't during, talk anymore. Yeah. This During this podcast, I made an off-color submarine comment. <laughs> I immediately... You heard my voice get high. I yeah. felt very unsure of myself. I just, I just didn't say anything. I just <laughs> let him dangle. I had a tweet advertised to me two days ago that was like, wondering where to go this summer? The Titanic Museum. And was like... Give it a beat. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, just, we need to just take the gas off the Titanic obsession for two minutes. Right. While because, we... Sorry. I mean, the going to the museum would be cool. But like the idea that people wanted to go down where it like ended up is so like, what's the plus there? Yeah. I would never. Uh, you know what I would do? Stand on dry land and watch a drone go down there and watch it on an iPad. Right. right would right. love that. Take me down a little like a little drone that's not going to implode or kill anybody. Yeah. Show me what the wreckage looks like, I guess. I guess. I'm, I'm not even that interested in that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see footage of the fish that are down. I want to see some glow in the dark fish with a horn on their head, you know. And I heard that the people that were on that thing were not looking out windows. They were looking at a laptop to see that wreckage. <laughs> You're kidding. I swear to God. Really? So, because the thing can't have windows. Yes, exactly. They they didn't know how to make windows. Well, they're for the fear of what actually happened. For the fear of oh, what yeah, because no, I think no glass could probably subs, subs, like withstand that pressure. Oh. Right. Oh my lord. Anyway, so we're all so, imagining it. So scary. So scary. Yeah. It's so scary. I'm already I, like, but. It's so funny. Don't you think it mirrors how obsessed people are with the Titanic? How obsessed we were with the submersible? Yeah. Like people are there. There have been a million plane crashes. There have been so many mass casualty events in this country. Yeah. The way we are, we are obsessed with that Titanic. Right. And I think, you know, we have to look at Leonardo DiCaprio. And we say, we hey, have to pin that on him. You have yeah. a real piece of this, sir. <laughs> Kate Winslet, yes, but I think Leo really, he it's on him. Yeah. It's like, are people down there trying to find the heart from the old lady? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that part real? Yeah, like, that, that medallion. They're yeah. like, if I could just find that sapphire, <laughs> oh, I really God. could pay my rent. It's a, it's a beautiful locket. <laughs> but also, yeah. didn't James Cameron do a thing where he. They sent cameras I, into I think the wreckage. He's gone down there, right? I think he's done like a submersible trip, not with this same guy, but I think he has done that and yeah. gone down with a way better submersible. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, I think it was so much tension because everybody, people are like, "Oh, I hate that," or "I have claustrophobia." It's like no one wouldn't have claustrophobia yeah. in that situation. Right? Like we're t we're talking about absolute human peril. And so the idea that then after the fact, people were like, it's so wrong that people are making jokes. It's like, no, no, that's what people do yeah. when shit like this goes right. down because you're, all you can do is go, what if it was me? Yeah. yeah. Freak out. Yeah, that was the most, when one time when I was in Bend, I went spurlunking in this, <laughs> like way down, you crawl way down. And at one point, the crawl space, I was stuck, like my hips. I had to like position my body because of your dysplasia. But the person in front, yeah, <laughs> and so I had to uh, open up my hip, much like Mel Gibson had to, <laughs> and pop it out of socket so I could slither through. No, I just <laughs> I was stuck for a minute, and that was my first thought: is I'm going to be so embarrassed if this is 
the way I go. Yeah. I'm like, people are, no one's going like, to feel bad for me. Heart, that's making my heart race <laughs> it was right now. Very, thinking about being in a spelunking stuck situation. But then moments later, it opened up into this room and I could stand and you could look out of these like way up and see these openings in the ceiling of this cave. And it was so worth, worth it. it. I mean, okay. the payoff, I felt so good, but it, yes, it's not something I would do now. When you went back through, was there a problem? Um, no, you went through, you went out a different way that you didn't turn around and go back out. Thank it was God. like a, yeah, it, no, it was, and, and yes, I was drunk middle of the day. I, there was no way I could have done that sober and I knew it. So. You yeah. did drunk spelunking? Yes, yes. It's the way that uh, a lot of the guys do it. Drunky? Yeah, for drunkling is the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. It, it. Did you ever see that movie, but? Is it the cave, the climb, where it's the three women doing it, but then there's things killing them as they're down there? I know what movie you're talking about, Uh, but I didn't watch it. The Ascent. The Descent. Descent. The Descent. The Ascent is on the way out. That was at the end of the movie. (laughs) But that's my... I would not be able to stop obsessing over... There's a thing that lives down here that no one knows exists that is absolutely going to kill us, and no one will know or care. Like, that idea that there just was like a... It looked yeah. like a it looked like a hairless cat. Oh, sure. Okay, sure. Whatever sure. you want to do. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, he's a mariner. He's got to be somewhere, guys. Yeah. Get up, get up to that red light. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but that idea seems possible to me, and therefore, how could you open yourself up to that level of cave monster? No one's on my side with this. No, no I, I completely, I never, I just, it wouldn't even cross my mind. Like I don't even <laughs> go that much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I mean, you're, you're saying that's the worst part. Like the worst part is that no one would know, or just that the worst part would be seeing a, an animal, right, thing. I that lives was... in there that no one knows is there because no one goes in there. Yeah. <sighs> See, yeah. I don't need to be the first to yes. do anything. I was scared um, mostly of just sudden water rushing in. That was that became like, my biggest like fear. Like the more than um, a little boys on the team. Yeah. Yes. 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 Four boys. Horrible. That's a good documentary. When Karen first mentioned the movie with the descent, I thought, yeah, they all go down there to save that <laughs> soccer team. <laughs> oh wait. I'm confusing two things. That was Elon Musk that saved the soccer oh, team. No, it he, wasn't. I mean, we should have known it. That that over promise, under delivery, uh, yeah. and then followed he, him everywhere. He accused the actual hero of like being a groomer or something oh, disgusting. We're just like, sir, step out. Yeah, and I'm right now realizing my fear was so real because at the end of it, they were saying, now look at your clothes. There isn't any dirt on them because the water washes it all away when it goes rushes through there. I was actually spelunking through a waterway. And you didn't realize? There was zero, not a sing- I was crawling on the ground and there was no dirt on my clothes. I, I found that fascinating. But sorry, you didn't know there was water? Apology accepted. There was not. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't until the end. And, th- and then I was like, well, wait, how do we know it wasn't going to come through? Because it's not June or something like it seasonally rushes through. I need I need more hard evidence that I wasn't about to. But why didn't you know? No one told me until it was over. But water is a very specific sensation. It's different oh, no. than being dry. Oh, no, I was not. There was no water when I did it. There was little trickles and puddles here and there. But your clothes were clean. Yes. 
how? I know. Is what I'm saying. It was the biggest mystery ever. I'm still, it's still mystery. I know it's, it's, it sounds like I'm making it up. So were they saying to you, like, there's enough water happening that you don't notice it, but it's washing your clothes? Oh, I'm sorry. At one point, water rushed through and got rid of all the dirt. Got and it. And then cut to okay. several you months have, later. We're in a quick, we forgot when, that we didn't get yes. the spin cycle. Yes, yes. <laughs> the quick rinse that you did. I was, yeah. I, I went through while everything was being line dried. Gotcha. Yes. There was no water rushing <laughs> But my so fear was when they said, hey, look at your clothes. Aren't they clean? That's because of all the water. And I'm like, what? What now? Yeah. Like, that's when I got scared. But it was after the fact. Okay. Yes. All right. That makes sense. It was confusing and I shouldn't have even brought it up. Look, no, you just confirmed fuck off caving, <laughs> spelunking of any kind. No. I don't need it. I don't no. want it. No. I don't want any of that. No. I can't. It was fun. No, I'm I you. like roller coasters. That's about yeah. as daredevil as I get. And did you guys um, hear about how my cell phone fell out of my pocket on a roller coaster recently? <laughs> no. no. A pretty new cell phone <laughs> fell out of my pocket on the X2 at Magic Mountain, which is a f- banger of a roller coaster. Yes, it is. Like, it is really good and it turns you all around. And it, I, it was in my pocket and I think I just forgot to zip the pocket oh, no. and it sucked out. I didn't even notice it. We were off the ride. We were, we were, Several steps away from the ride before I went, oh, oh, my phone. Where's my phone? It's just and I was like dozens oh, of other God. phones. Yeah. yeah. So I immediately go file a report. I'm like bummed out. But my brother and I try to enjoy the rest of the day doing coasters because we're coaster heads and he's visiting from out of town. <laughs> so we, we do that. I mean, it literally turned into the worst day. It started raining. We got kicked off of like the coaster. At one point, we were stuck on a coaster for 15 minutes no. where it just let us dangle there. Like it Upside was... Upside down? No, no, right oh, side up. But God. still, like, it was just, like, are we going to get at it? Like, we just couldn't believe how much bad luck we were having. <laughs> then pouring rain, lightning, so they obviously shot all the rides. So we go home. I track it. I do close-up satellite. It's right under the roller coaster. Yeah. So I go, guys, here's a picture of it. Zoomed in as far as it can go. It's right under the roller coaster. Go out there and get it. I call for weeks. I'm calling. I finally tweet. Somebody gets in touch with me and goes, please write to our VIP email address. And I'm like, great. So finally, my find my iPhone pings six weeks later and it's in Hong Kong. My phone is in Hong Kong. What? Because hey, wait a minute. Clearly, the like teens that work at Magic Mountain like found it and were like, "Oh, the screen didn't crack. Yeah. This is probably a pretty decent phone, but it's bricked because I've put it into lost mode and everything." Yeah. So they're like, "We'll resell it to wherever." And I went on Reddit. The first thing I found on Reddit was the, their phone was at the exact place my phone was at, and that phone had been stolen in London. So you found so this is some clearly a place. Yeah. <laughs> Pipeline, a yes. Magic Mountain, a Six Flags to Hong Kong pipeline, <laughs> which and what they what they said on Reddit was that these phones are probably getting stripped and reprogrammed to be sold as burners in the Philippines or something. Mm. I have no idea if any of that's true. This is just Reddit. I'm quoting as my source here, and so I tweet and go, "Hey, Six Flags, why didn't you just tell me that you were gonna sell my phone to Hong Kong <laughs> or whatever?" I tweet some bitchy thing, and they I start getting phone calls now from yes. Six Flags. Oh, that's- And I'm still playing phone tag with Six Flags to this day. And I'm hoping to get Bianca on the line very soon (laughs) because I would love to get some reimbursement for the brand new phone I had to buy. How how long ago did this This happen? This happened at the very, the March 31st. And then Mm. it pinged back on the very beginning of May. 
And I was like, what the hell? And then I, I ended up breaking down and just buying a new phone because I'd been using my friend's old ass phone and <laughs> it wasn't holding a charge. And wow. I just, I, I, I was starting to feel like my journey wasn't going to happen. Then once it pinged in Hong Kong, I go, okay, it's really dead. Yeah. I'm going to buy a new phone. It's- I all in parts and then that little that little thing that pinged it is probably sitting in a pile by itself i just couldn't believe it also this they're so expensive it's so much money and i didn't have the insurance for the i have the insurance for breaking it because i'm a dumbass but i didn't have the insurance for losing it because i never really lost it before yeah so you know this is bad a sad story but i am hoping once i get bianca on the line we're gonna talk it out yeah. Bianca, if you're a, a diner sore. Yeah. That was the listeners are called. We made a joke about that one time, but um yeah. And it stuck. Yeah, I think Well, it did. I just said could any I go, any idea how my phone got from an employee's only access area to Hong Kong? Yeah. Like right. it's not like other riders were down there under the coaster chilling and found my phone, right. you know. So I She's was going to call you and say, I hate to break it to you, but uh, many times there's a criminal element with our carnival workers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Everybody that works there is like 17 and bored out of their minds. Like, it's really. And they oh, must okay. know that's like people doing that. And then they're not. The park is like, it's unsafe to go down there or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then that's that. Then yeah. it's just like, well, you, it's it's on you. And I'm sure the average person can get shamed into, it's your fault. Yeah. Not our girl. Not me. I, Not me. That X2 sucked it out of my pocket. <laughs> we are, even if we, you aren't the guest, we need to have an update on this phone. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm very invested yes, in this I'll leave you a voice note, but I'm only trading it for the one from Karen's dad. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so I will hold my voice note hostage until I get that one. <laughs> We just passed the playground where I was going to have you guys pick me up before. Oh. <laughs> the snake park, as we call it, because there is a, sh- a slide shaped like a snake. Oh. Oh, God. Um, not because there's like a tons of snakes. That would be weird. Thank God. You're oh, like, this... come on, let's just go back and give snake park one more try. <laughs> the kids love it. <laughs> this is where my daughter's going to be going to school in the fall. Hey. This is her little elementary. Oh, yeah. I d- it's not just tiny shoes. I think tiny picnic tables. Are yeah, adorable. they can't fit oh. on a regular picnic table. They'll no. slide right off. Look at that little bench. They need adjustments. They're little. Yeah. In skateboard videos growing up, I thought that everyone was way better than they are because they were doing like kickflips over picnic tables. And then you move here and you realize, oh, these are tiny these little These are kid baby picnic, picnic tables. tables. Everyone's been lying to me. They're for babies. (laughs) Oh, babies at a picnic. So, is there anything you'd like to promote? (laughs) (laughs) What a natural segue. Um, uh, Yes, um, my podcast, That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast, right here on the Exactly Right Network. Please listen if you like SVU, or even if you don't. A lot of people listen to our show that don't watch SVU, which I find wild, but go for it. I I mean... I've never watched SVU. Yeah, but a lot of people, we explain everything that happens in the episode, so people kind of like are like, I don't really need to watch it. You're telling me what's happening. Yes, it's the best. So that's what we do. And you guys get amazing bookings of people who play different parts on the episodes. Yeah, that's really? like one of the oh, funnest parts. So yes. cool. Yeah, we it's have an great. episode coming up where we interviewed Matthew Lillard, which was so cool. <laughs> um, that's a great guest. Yeah, I, we were so excited to get him because he's in this wild episode with Carol Burnett. And like, I, we were just not going to get Carol Burnett. You know, she's yeah. like 90 and a legend. I just didn't think we were going to get her. So I was like, thank God we got Matthew Lillard. And uh, 
we are actually touring our podcast is going on tour. We're going to oh, be hi. doing like 20 cities in the fall from September to December. So that's messeduplive.com is where you can find out everything about our podcast. Amazing. That's Thank so you exciting. for allowing me to promote myself. <laughs> of course. And then, yeah, if you live in Los Angeles, come down to Bar Bandini on Wednesdays. I gave that a nice little 20-minute plug. Yeah, right here. that was smart. But yeah. I also just want you to come, Karen. That I, I want to come. And that's actually a great... Um, kind of bridge from me always being in my house yeah. to going back out or like going to a comedy show. Yeah. Cause Where? you can come on the side and sit with the comics and stuff and yes. talk to us. And yes. you sh we, sh we should have you on when somebody is on that you um, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a person that you are friendly with. <laughs> or maybe quote, it's a place you could do stand up again. That's an idea. Well, me, I've offered. I, say, hey, I don't I, want it to I be know. thought that I have an offer. I like to plant the seed. <laughs> if I could get Karen Kilgariff, I'm, trust, I'm just watering the seed you planted. Karen Kilgariff, I'm just doing jokes about my kids and my husband all the time. That's my problem. <laughs> no, the last the last time I did a set, Kara was a, it was like a it was a hot tub show or something. Uh -huh. I fucking had to follow James Fritz, which which God bless anyone who has to ever follow James Fritz. He is so fucking good at stand-up comedy. Oh. But also, I hadn't written a new joke in ever. So everything... I was just like, I kind of didn't believe my own thing. You know what yeah. I mean? I was just kind of like... Uh, and then I was like, don't do it if this is the way you're going to do right. it. Right. I get that. So... Well, that's kind of how I feel right now. I think I'll probably eventually start writing more and coming up with more stuff. But like, just coming out of pandemic and the two kids being the age they are, I'm just like... My brain is like stretched at capacity. I yes. just can't sit and write jokes right now. It's well, just yeah. too. Yeah. Also, being a mother is a job, and you've been doing that. Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's not that you're afraid your material will be about that. <laughs> yeah, it's. I can only only imagine since it's been years since I was in the daycare business. <laughs> Wait, where? Where My house? I could have sworn I knew how to get there. Yeah, yeah. You just go keep going up a couple more blocks. Are you driving oh. by my favorite picnic tables again? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted you to oh, We wanted you to get another visual again. of yourself oh. kick-flipping. I kind of jumped over that when I was young. Straight ahead? Yeah. 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 Alex Cole lives right around here. You know Alex Cole? Yes. Of, of the Bay Area? Yeah. Cole's? Because you're Bay Area. It's also a family name. I'm sure we're related. <laughs> Coles. Ma'am. Ma'am. Ma'am, please get off my side. <laughs> I follow this like Highland Park um, Instagram where it's like, uh, it's written by somebody, it's clearly run by somebody who's lived here for their whole life and like hates the gentrifiers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're complaining about these things being like these um like four pillars of plastic that make people slow down a little bit in the center of the street. Uh, yeah. And they're like, these didn't used to be around in the old days, not when I was growing. Up. And then yeah. other people are like, yeah, but people drive like assholes. Like, we got to stop them. And it's like, I don't know, neighborhoods changing a lot. Like, everyone's just so mad about something. They're not. It's like, but you're, so you're saying you're pro. Oh, is that your husband? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why is he at that house? Right, right here, Karen. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like saying that they, they want to go back to the time where pedestrians were just getting mowed down yeah. all the time. I just liked it when, like, uh, auto, auto fatalities were higher, you know? <laughs> it's better. Drunk driving. You miss it all. Nobody wore their seatbelt. You didn't have to back then, you know? You just died or you lived, you know? Yeah. 
we saw in the next door app, the email came in and I opened it and it said, did anyone hear the cops say, come out with your hands up? Uh, Kurt Brunneler did a tweet yes, of that. Yes, I yeah. saw, and then I saw it was Kurt. <laughs> and I was like, is this a bad time to ask to do Kurt's hot on time? next door? <laughs> yeah. Kurt's on next door absolutely spiraling about this. This is yeah. so funny to me. I didn't make the joke because I thought he actually might be totally freaking out. <laughs> so so he is like in the neighborhood and he heard cops saying yeah. that? He was, yeah. he was outside. I think they were watching fireworks and they heard cops, I think from a helicopter, say put down your weapons and come out of the house or something. And so they, he scurried his kids into the house and then just asked on Twitter, what, and then apparently on next door, yeah. like, did anybody hear that? Does anyone know what's going on? Well, yeah, it was funny to see, because usually it's just about a stolen bike. And I was like, wait, I know that guy. <laughs> I did not make the hot tub joke. That's really funny, though. It's now a bad time. Wait, you guys, Oscar goes to bed in five minutes. Can I just sit here for... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just wait it out, let Jared do it. No. Sorry, we just got talking and yeah. I could oh, not get back. Yeah. I couldn't get back until 745. Yeah, right during tuck-in time. Um, well, you're a delight. I was telling Chris and Annalise before you got in the car, and I know I've already told you this, but I always say when I very first met you, it, it was like I already knew you to the degree where I was like, it feels like she's my cousin. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing how... Uh, well, I just adore you, and but I also love your comedy so much, and it's just so nice to know a person like you. Oh, you're so nice. You like always are so nice. Well, so. I love you. I don't. I hardly like anybody, so it's fun when I like. Them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love to hear that. You know, it's like when people say, "I don't usually like female comics, but you were funny." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I like. I don't so... like most people, but yeah. you, you, I like. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll all take the other it. girls can go to hell. You, you're good. Um, oh my god, I love you guys. This is always so much fun. And, yeah, you um, were, I was looking forward to you uh, all day. Oh, you. should we wrap it up while we all are still mine? Do the ending. You've been listening to <laughs> Do You Need a Ride? P-Y-N. A-R. Oh, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> this has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So you have to press down <laughs> okay. on the button. Press on the button. Ooh. Sexual. <laughs> That's really fun. All right, guys. Wow. Sexual. Wow. I can't believe I got to ride in a Tesla. Um. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.